You hear that? That's a glass of brown liquor. And that means it's Thursday. Welcome to Days of the New Mosh Pit. Nick, how the hell are you? I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I'm, I'm doing better than I was uh, for the two hours I spent watching this yesterday, where oh. I, I, where this man, I think, was trying to convince me to kill myself. <laughs> he most certainly was. Uh, so for today's Mosh Pit, we are going to be covering some new new metal. Friend of the show, Mogan, sent me a video of the 2019 Lollapalooza performance from an artist called Ghost Mane. I think it's Ghosty Mane. I, I, I don't Ghost Mane? There's an E. G-H-O-S-T-E-M-A-N. E. I think it's like you would say, like, some people spell shop with two E's, but it's still shop. They're just assholes. No, I get it. Like, he's goth Gucci Mane. Oh. He's Ghosty, Ghosty Mane. Because the kids in the comment section call him Ghosty. Uh, yeah, that would make sense. I figured it was like Ghost Main. <laughs> like, I, I thought that was kind of what he was going for. Right. All right. So Ghosty Main or Ghost Main. What this conversation goes to prove is that we are fucking old and we don't get any of this shit. Yeah. I mean, this is, uh, I mean, this is best described as new metal meets trap, right? Yeah. Performed by a guy that's not particularly good at either. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's you're going to hear a little bit of this and we're going to kind of walk you through the set, but nothing has shown me just how out of touch with the kids I am than this particular set. And, you know, you say that, but uh, Ghosty Mane, who previously performed under the name Gasm, isn't a kid. He's 29. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's he was born in uh, 1991. So while that still sounds crazy young when I when I hear that that year, a 29-year-old making this music to me is a little embarrassing, to be honest. Current music, and especially music that fits into the tone and tenor of Lollapalooza, is pretty much completely foreign to me. My first Lollapalooza experience was during its original run. That was in 1996. I saw it when it was a traveling. Okay, so that was like Rage Against the Machine, Jane's Addiction, Tool, Ice Tea. That was earlier. Uh, the 96 run had uh, Sonic Youth and featured fellow Judgment Night alum, uh, Cypress Hill. They did not perform I Love You, Mary Jane, much to my <laughs> disappointment. But then other bands from that day included uh, Hole, Pavement, Beck, The Mighty Mighty Boston's, and The Jesus Lizard. That's pretty fun. Yeah, it, it was super fun. Dream and 90s. Yeah, well, it was 1990. It was 1995 that I saw okay. it, not 96. That was Metallica. So that was the first La Plus I ever attended. The last one I ever attended was in 2014, and I was working as a t-shirt vendor at Lollapalooza. Ooh, the dark ages. Oh my God, dude. This is the period of Kevin's life when he was out of work and he was a janitor at the Irish American <laughs> Heritage Center and working in the, the warehouse at Threadless with every other like punk rock lead singer who wasn't on tour. Yeah, yeah, I thought about killing myself a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you're there stacking shirts and you're looking over. It's like, is that the singer from Braid? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So you work, you know, from 7 a.m. to uh, 11 p.m. with a half hour break. In the background, I heard uh, Eminem and Danger Mouse or Mighty Mouse or you know, some fucking asshole who wore a mouse uh, head. De Dead Mouse? Yes, thank you. Dead Mouse. They, they played the same time as Foo Fighters. I was at that show. Oh, shit. 2014 was my last one as well. Oh, yeah. I went, uh, I got like VIP tickets from work and like had like a pretty killer time. 
I've had I've had some not killer times at Lollapalooza though. I've uh, uh, watched my girlfriend at the time get heat stroke watching Death Cab for Cutie, and then we spent the rest of the day in an air conditioned Chicago Transit Authority bus uh, <laughs> that was parked, providing air conditioning because you know in 2010 we didn't believe in like drinking water. Apparently, Nick, that wasn't a uh, CTA bus that was idling. That was a complimentary cooling station. Yeah, oh, it sure was. Sure was. But I, I have had some really good times. I saw Against Me play Lollapalooza. I think we were together. My Chuck Taylors melted to the blacktop a little bit. And then I think the highlight of any of my Lollapaloozas, uh, you and I watched The Hold Steady shortly after Boys and Girls in America came out. And it was a positive jam. Uh, that's kind of, uh, I think, our shared history of festivals. And just so there's no confusion where I stand, fuck Lollapalooza. Fuck Coachella, fuck Riot Fest, and fuck every other event of that ilk. Yeah, big festivals are fucking trash. Yeah. A four-day pass, general admission, starts at $340. Or you can spring for the four-day general admission plus passes, which include a premium upgrade of basic human necessities like shade, chairs, free water, and portajons that are regularly cleaned and stocked with toilet paper. That starts at $650. Wow. Platinum passes, $2,200 to $4,200. Whoa. Yeah, to, to like get backstage where they only have Tito's vodka and like like energy bars. Yeah, yeah. That includes every basic standard of living in a developed country with the added bonus of golf cart transportation. Oh, and premium viewing areas, which is just a platform that raises you above the peasants so that you can see the band. I remember my, hmm, if it was my last Riot Fest in Chicago, mm-hmm. but there were so few bathrooms that I was waiting in line for almost an hour to pee to the point when I was like, well, it's coming out. And like a wall of like young punks and like these girls like formed a circle around me so I could pee in the dirt because there was nowhere to go. And there were cops looking for people that were peeing wherever they had to. It was the worst and now I'm old, so I don't go to festivals so much. But if I do, I'm only going if I can get that VIP. And I ain't going if that VIP is $4,000. Fuck that. And they all do this. They all do this. And they trap you for days on end. Because if you're a real music fan, the bands you want to see are scattered throughout the day. So you're fucking trapped. No reentry. They don't allow you to bring your own food or water. Sometimes they don't even allow you to bring your own sunscreen. And then they just gouge away. These are real prices, by the way. $9 for a Bud Light, $7 for nachos, $3 for a bottle of water. And you will need so much goddamn water because this shit takes place at the beginning of August. Yeah, it's it's 100 degrees. You're standing on the surface of the sun with no shade. In fact, on the day this show happened, the high was 81 and sunny with close to 50% humidity and a mild 9-degree wind. Yeah, so that feels like... The surface of the sun. Yeah. Uh, There is no shade on this Mm -hmm. audience whatsoever. No, not at all. So Ghost Main went on the first day, which was Thursday. The headliners of this particular day are the Strokes and the Chainsmokers. So... Okay. It's an exercise in dragging out like the safest, most gutless husk of rock and roll. Yeah, and like work through all the working class rock bands so you can watch like kids that were born rich play music and get richer. 
for those that don't know, like most of the dudes in the Strokes went to high school at Paris Hilton at like some school in Amsterdam. Like they're bullshit. Yeah, they 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 want to act like they're fucking Thin Lizzy or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> By the way, I looked through like this entire bill. Aside from the Chainsmokers and the Strokes, there's not one act I recognize. Not one. Are you serious? No, not one. Can I look really quick? Yeah, dude, go please. Go right ahead. Okay, Hozier. I know Hozier. Uh, fits in the tantrums. Wow, Ghost Domain's a lot higher up in this than I thought he was going to be. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, we don't know shit. Uh, Beach Bunny. I like Beach Bunny, but I never heard of that band until like three months ago. Yeah. How can you charge these prices for this? Apparently you can. Oh, Haley Kiyoko. She's huge with the kids. Okay. Well, yeah, huge. <sighs> she was like a Disney kid that then like. Whatever, whatever, whatever. We're we are, we are old, and that is never going to be more evident than right now. Because at three p.m. on August second, two thousand nineteen, which may as well in the brains of kids been a decade ago, Ghost Main played. Ghosty Main played. But first off, I've never heard of this guy, but there are a shitload of kids waiting for this set. A lot, yeah. Like, what what's a conservative estimate here? Like fifteen hundred. Yeah, that's that's about where I mean, if you'd like picked up the inside of the Metro and put it in front of that stage, that's about what I'm looking at. Yeah. And that's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. Ghosty Maiden is a guy by the name of Eric Whitney. He also goes by the names Bader Meinhof, Swear with two R's, Limsa Lominsa, and Nick, as you mentioned earlier, Gasm. 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 This whole set's a journey. It's 45 minutes, 23 songs. Wait, 23 songs. I'm doing finger quotes because he tends to just play like the first verse and then on to the next song. It feels like an eternity. It truly does. And he counts down. He'll be like, all right, I got 13 songs left. <laughs> You're like, Fuck. And then, then he's like, I got three songs. I mean, four. Fuck, I got six. five songs. Whatever. Yeah. I go from loving this to hating it to cringing to laughing my ass off like in the space of one song. Yep, that's about right. I mean, like, so this video, we'll, uh, we will post the link to this video in uh, the notes for the show today. Um, so you can watch this set, but it is the official Lollapalooza feed. So you got your standard, like, three minutes of nothing as, like, drum techs walk across the stage. The first view of a band member is at three minutes and 53 seconds, and it is a bald man with a huge prosthetic burn or, like, boils or something all over his face, wearing, like, a, a white butcher's coat. Once you get, like, kind of the milling about, all of a sudden it just unexpectedly cuts to his DJ, DJ Parvo. Oh, my God. Do you know what Parvo is? It's like dog cancer. <laughs> yeah, it's the disease that dogs get from eating other dogs' shit. This is what this guy decided to name himself, DJ Parvo. And this guy is dressed up like Bane is going to cook meth with Walter White. <laughs> he is. Oh, my God. He, he's, I mean, he's got the the very uh, foreboding and pre-fashionable face mask with a, a yellow hazmat suit. I'm going to DJ now. <laughs> Ghosty Man. Welcome, Ghosty Man, to the stage. Uh, uh, yeah, so he starts off right away yelling the Lollapalooza, what the fuck's up? I said Lollapalooza, what the fuck is up? Then uh, we have a very new metal moment. Everybody get in their fucking seat! Jump! 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 I 
how many of those kids in the crowd do you think recognize that Freak on a Leash is playing? Because, like, think about if you went to go see fucking Marilyn Manson in 1999 and he started playing like a foreigner lick. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't know what like, the fuck was that? That shit came out 21 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and and it keeps going too. Like, I just want to play the, this next part. So now that the crowd is all hyped to corn, Parvo brings out the rest of the band and every member of this band, it looks like they hit up the Spirit Halloween store 20 minutes before they went on stage. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, they're all wearing this like butcher outfit covered in blood. The bass player has a really terrible mask on. Like it's it's not scary. It's, I think it's a leather face mask. It might be a leather face. Meanwhile, the guitar player actually has a leather face because I think he's like 59 years old. <laughs> Like, he clearly is, like, a wash-up reminiscent of the days of cock rock that's still trying to, like, latch on to whatever tour he can. He's playing, like, a hockey stick Charvel, like, super strat that you'd see, like, at a rat concert in 1986. So, <laughs> at this point, Ghosty Mane comes out, and and he does, he, he does this. I wasn't expecting that. No, no. So this man looks like if Gerard Way was buried for three weeks. <laughs> like he's in a black, it's like a dress. Cassock? Yeah, like a tunic. Yeah, yeah. His his face is uh, powdery white with uh, impeccably put on like eyeshadow. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and his hair is long and stringy and like half black and is it half blonde? Yeah, he's got like a Cruella Deville thing going yeah, on with yeah, the yeah. hair. He looks like he smells real bad. Oh, real bad. <laughs> and uh, he they, they right before he comes out, DJ Parvo starts with a recurring theme in this set, and he yells at the crowd to open up the pit. Now, there's no music except for like a corn trap remix playing. So the, there's nothing in my brain that's like. Let's get this pit open, right? It doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh-uh. What you're going to notice throughout this set is that Ghosty Mane has six distinct vocal styles. Yes. He's got a member of Bone Thugs whose balls have never dropped. <laughs> He's got another member of Bone Thugs with stage four esophageal cancer. He's got a kid sent to his room with no dinner. <laughs> That's so accurate. Every guy on YouTube doing a vocal cover of Poison the Well. Uh-huh. SoundCloud, and I don't mean a SoundCloud rapper, I mean the actual platform SoundCloud. <laughs> and a member of Bone Thugs who was born with three descended testicles. <laughs> Those are the voices of Ghosty Mane. That sounds about right. Yeah, it's like a, his signature sound is um rap wine growl scream. Yeah, yeah. This was definitely something I have never heard before. Like, to my old ears, he is doing something original. He's the Beatles of Goth Trap. (laughs) (laughs) This man, who, as you'll begin to hear, isn't the most talented linguist or vocalist or lyricist or whatever, was in a whole bunch of like doom metal bands and like shit that was probably cool in Florida because Florida doom metal probably sounds all right. Yeah. And he just wasn't good. And then like 
he just was like, well, let's culturally appropriate as much as humanly possible. <laughs> he, I think he watched The Crow and was stoked that his name is Eric. <laughs> Like fuck it, done. But he like put on his crow outfit and like started making the, this goth trap, and it's, and then he, he put it on SoundCloud and like just kids whose parents call them freaks in public, like this, this is this is what blew him up. Yeah, yeah. He kind of uh, does this new metal trap goth weird thing. Yeah, and then the song Hades comes on. This guy is brought out on a Korean War <laughs> mash stretcher and chained yeah. down by like a haunted house villain. <laughs> yes. Like the guy looks like a like a dungeon master. Yeah, he's got a little ch- a scraggly chin beard. Um, he looks like a kid that that like thinks he can fight, but hyperventilates and flails his arms a lot. After the guy is sufficiently chained down by the dungeon master, this woman with a, like the dread falls, like it looks like a mm-hmm. ball of yarn just exploded on her head, and this vinyl corset, and she comes out. And she starts tattooing his face. I couldn't figure out what was happening for a while. And then all of a sudden there was a moment where I was like, oh my God, he's getting tattooed on his face at Lollapalooza. (laughs) Here's how that happened. Ghosty Mane's people put out a message on his Discord channel. That's right. It's not just for Nazis. Well, uh, (laughs) we don't know. (laughs) So... This was the message that went out on the Ghosty Main Discord. Subject, face tattoo Lollapalooza. There you go. And it reads, what's up, everyone? We need someone to come get Kill the Machines tattooed on their face on main stage during the Ghosty Main performance at Lollapalooza in Chicago on August 1st. The person chosen will get flown to Chicago, hotel paid for, and free admittance to Lollapalooza. If you're down, send the following things to facetattoolala at (laughs) gmail.com. That's great. Name, age, must be 18 and over. Where you live, a waist-up picture of you. You'll also be part of the show, smiley face. And then it's signed, sincerely, Black Mage. Yeah, yeah, that's how this happened. Would you like to see the healed version? Oh, I would. All right, yeah, it, uh... The thing about it is, it, so it says Kill the Machine in a very specific font that looks like it's composed entirely of upside-down crosses. <laughs> it looks like it would take about five minutes to do, but somehow this person just tattoos him for 45 minutes. The guy who got this done, I don't know his actual name, but on Reddit he goes by the handle Blaziken801, and he posts a lot in the subreddit called Dirty Snapchat, which is fucking gross oh no yeah it is fucking disgusting okay i'm not gonna go i'm gonna take your word for it i am at the point just looking at this tattoo i'm mystified and terrified by anyone in their 20s like in my mind anybody under the age of like 35 just goes out and gets their face and hand tattooed 
they own Maseratis that like the company gifted them in exchange for an Instagram post and they just <laughs> chain vape marijuana so powerful it would put me in a goddamn coma <laughs> and they do anal on the first date and drink cough syrup and don't practice basic hygiene but uh, somehow they have 75 fucking thousand followers on social <sighs> platforms that we're not allowed on oh my god like, accuracy yeah dude I just I don't get it anymore and it scares the shit out of me. Let's play Ghost of Maine's introduction of himself to the crowd. Make some fucking noise if you have no idea who the fuck I am. More than half of you are out there like, who is this weird edgy guy on stage? And the only thing you need to know is if you've ever felt depressed or anxious or alone or scared, or suicidal. I'm the guy that feels all those same things. This song's called Bone Solid. Turn the fuck up. He introduces every song with, this song's called, whatever the song is, Turn the Fuck Up. That's all he says. Zero. Like, he's got all this energy when he's jumping up and down and flailing. This song's called Bone Solid. Turn the fuck up. Yeah, every time. Yeah, in this song, he finds a way to rap the meth scat. Because he's not saying any words. No, those aren't words. They can't be words. <laughs> the whole set goes by like this, and it's just this sternum rattling trap music and like noise and breakdowns, and it, there's just no rhyme or reason to it. And meanwhile, there are three other guys on the stage that are just standing around with instruments. Uh, it's all blurring together for me, and I think we're, yeah, about 15 minutes into the set. What really made me stop is when he introduces this song, Trenchcoat. Oh, and yeah. he really embraces one of the main pillars of new metal, which is school shootings. I want to play just a little bit of the call and response that he uh, got the crowd going with on Trenchcoat. Breast, kill them all. Wait until they see what's in my trenchcoat. Wait until they see what's in my 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 This is this is the point where I have to emphasize that he's not good, right? <laughs> he exists purely in shock lyrics. Like he's like I'm going to be the guy that goes all the way there. Mhm. Mm -hmm. Like this is school shooter music by design. He is not, he is looking at a crowd of sixteen year olds and waving them on to sing along. Wait until they see what's in my trench coat. And most of the kids probably are like, oh, he's talking about his dick. Yeah. But really, he's talking about a fucking Tech Nine and a pipe bomb. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure half these kids have no idea about the correlation of trench coats and school shooting. As a kid who wore a trench coat right yeah, up until Columbine, that's a mm -hmm. uh, People looked at you differently. Yeah. I mean, I think they looked at us the same. We just realized they were looking at us differently. I mean, yeah. I had like the black leather duster oh, yeah. that I bought at the Burlington Coat Factory. Same. Same, bro. <laughs> same. You had to get that. You had to get that Burlington Coat Factory duster. Let them know what the fuck. Yep. It was. Yeah, that man. That was right. I, I, I want to point out that there is a guy on stage doing video and he makes my blood boil. Okay. Uh, why? You'll see him throughout this, but he's got on black skinny jeans, a black t-shirt, and a red wool beanie. 
Okay. It's August. <laughs> it's 81 degrees in August. There, I, I just... Every time I see that stupid little red hat, I just want to kick him in the face. I hate him so much. <laughs> just... Mm, yeah, 81 and sunny in August. Guess I'll get my red wool beanie to go film Ghosty Mane. Took it out of his chrome bag. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a miracle that his fixed gear bike uh, made it all the way there without getting hit by a city bus. <laughs> At 1714... All of a sudden, there's like a fucking voodoo plague doctor at the rail. <laughs> yes, yes. And then before you know it, there's through two more of them. There's like they have like this big bird mask. Yeah. And they got these these poles. Yeah, they're walking on stilts. Yeah, yeah. Like there he is. There's Red Hat. Did you see him? I saw him. I see them. Like, what the fuck is going on? So here's one of the few times that, like, the band actually kicks in to have, like, a new metal moment when he's just not, like, rapping over a beat. And every time, the guitar player and the bass player don't need to move their hand because it's one note. And that's basically every heavy part. And meanwhile, he keeps stopping the songs to tell the crowd to open up the pit. And I'm like, if you play a mosh part, you don't have to tell them. They will do it. So... Do it. <laughs> hey, here's something disgusting. This song is called Ball Gag. All right. I'm going to play a song for all the freaks. The real freaks, not the Halloween freaks. This song is for the freaks that like BDSM and leather and pain and chains and whips and wax. Reminder that he's singing to children. <laughs> oh, it's awful, dude. Like, I'm just, I hate this edgelord shit. So at 47.39, he dedicates a song to the females oh, and God. says it's about falling in love. And then he immediately launches into just a depraved lyric. This song is specifically for the females. Make some fucking noise, ladies only. This song is about being in love. It's called Squeeze. Are we good here? Yeah, yeah. So, like, come on. Like, I. I meanwhile, the crowd, you can tell they they can't hear the lyrics, and they're all doing that like jump up and down and flap a wing like an EDM thing <laughs> at the rail, yeah. and like he he just doesn't even play the whole song. He's like, I'm gonna sing the offensive line, and then I'm gonna move on to the next song. It's gross, but what does actually shock and offend me and make me really worried is this part i only got like three more or four more or five more. he has seven more i haven't seen pretty much any crowd surfing and i'm guessing it's because he'll get thrown out if you do so but if you are that badass out there this is normally where i have everybody crowd surf everybody fucking do it at the same time we have security here for a reason 
They're gonna earn their paychecks tonight, okay? Everybody fucking crowd surf. The song is called Andromeda. Let's go. Turn There's a group of girls in the very front of the barricades, and they've got their little homemade Strokes banner. The Strokes don't go on for another five and a half hours. Do you really think those girls are going to move? They are sunburnt, dehydrated, and a few thousand people are going to be smushed up against them. And some fucking bro is going to come crashing down on their heads. They won't be able to react. And I have seen this happen first person. They fucking get landed on and then their teeth get knocked out on a metal barricade. This guy knows that full well, doesn't give a shit, and he keeps on encouraging it. That is the most wildly irresponsible thing that you could possibly fucking do. Yeah, then like he's like, these security guards are going to earn their paycheck. Like, they're not standing around in 100-degree weather <laughs> trying to, like, keep the kids in the front hydrated. Because if you've ever been to Lollapalooza, they're not like rent-a-cops. They're literally there for public safety, and most of the, their time, they're, they're handing out bottles of water. Yeah, yeah. People get hospitalized at these things all the time, and somebody always invariably dies. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, fuck you, Ghosty. He, he does a song called A Thousand Rounds, and this is one I'm actually really feeling because it makes me want to get drunk and in a fight, and that's what I'm here for. How about we just embarrass him a little further? Uh, he does a cover. This is for the sad kids. I'm an actual MCR fan, and I had no idea what this song was. Yeah, it took me until he got to the chorus. And, like, he's just showing what a bad musician he is. Like, <laughs> he can't sing. Like, this is the first time in the whole set that his guitar player and bass player have moved off the first fret of their <laughs> instruments. I'm not even kidding. Like, that's not even a joke. Like, just go ahead and play the chorus. Just let him All hear right. it. This is the weird kid at karaoke, Kevin. Oh my this God, is what everybody's totally doing. Like, every, everybody's hanging out doing, you know, your standard karaoke classics, your four non-blondes, your yeah. red hot chili peppers. And then the kid that's by himself all night comes up and does I'm Not Okay. Oh, God. And that song's like five minutes long. Yeah. And, and his voice is cracking all over. And the, the funniest part of this to me is that the people in the crowd are too young to know this song. Yeah, yeah. This song came out when I was in college, and that was yeah. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. came out like 2003, 2004, something like that. None of these kids know. They might know the name Mike Chemical Romance, but he's just wasting. Uh, just, I hate. It. I hate you, Eric. <laughs> Eric, God damn it, Eric. Um, 
He does actually end with something that I appreciate, and uh, it's the hardcore song. Yeah, it's the funniest shit that I've heard because he 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 shouts out all the hardcore kids and wants to see a pit. This one's for all the hardcore kids. If you are out there, they're not. Swing your fucking fists and legs. Open this shit up. Let's see some bloody noses or something. This song's called Car Bomb. Open it the fuck up. It sounds like 18 Visions, and I love it, and I want more of it. That song's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, he was he was getting there for sure, but half the crowd's left because they're afraid that the fucking Joker is going to blow his own head off on stage and pull a fucking Bud Dwyer. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it ends with... Uh, dungeon master taking a pair of bolt cutters and freeing Blaziken 801 uh, while Ghosty Mane takes a cordless power drill and just jams it into the pickups on this guitar. You know, you know why he's doing that? Why? You know how hard it is to break a solid body electric guitar on a stage? Uh-uh. It is a very, it's a, you know, inch and a half, two inch thick piece of like pine, <laughs> like maple. <laughs> yeah. They usually don't break. But if you drill a bunch of holes into the middle of it, it might just snap when it hits the stage when you have the upper body strength of a 12-year-old like <laughs> Eric here. Oh, Eric. <laughs> How embarrassing would it be if Eric tried to smash the guitar and couldn't? That's I'm 100% certain that's why he's drilling holes into the middle of it. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. I never noticed that. That's fucking great. So that's Ghosty Mane. This is our Old Man Yells at Cloud episode. We'll let Ghosty here play you out. Tell me come down with a steady crayon. All these rappers got you fooled, they ain't really friends. Y'all be fucking with just anybody. But I don't fuck with anybody. Yeah, we don't fuck with you. Bye! Don't be a mask, Peter!